Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors 123-108 win against the Orlando Magic. Riker, the, we gotta just dive straight into it. Fred Van Vliet, we'll, we'll throw it out the first segment, the spicy Pele of the day, the spicy Pele game of the season. Fred Van Vliet came out in this one absolutely balling, Riker. 54 points. Just 11 of 14 from the three-point line, 17 of 23 from the field, a Raptors franchise record in points. This was a remarkable game for Fred. And say it again, franchise record, mm -hmm. 54 points at the assist of Kyle Lowry. This, this game, it transcended space, it transcended time. You know, we're, we expect these Orlando games to potentially be the most boring that you could witness as an NBA fan. And they come out. I've never seen Matt and Leo have so much fun in my life. I Personally, as a Raptors fan, this is something to witness, Ben. I'm overjoyed right now. Fred's accomplishment, you know, it, it's just the Orlando magic. But this game in general, wow. Exciting, exhilarating. <sighs> How fun. Yeah, and we came out and wanted the Toronto Raptors to just t handle the magic, handle their business, and have a strong game. But as you said, they exploded. We didn't have one of those average, boring Raptors magic games. Kyle Lowry to triple-double. Norman Powell exploded as well. But Fred Van Vliet is just franchise record. I remember when DeMar DeRozan set that record against the Milwaukee Bucks a few years ago, and that was one of the most hyped games of, honestly, the Raptors my time watching the Raptors up until that point, just him be able to hit those clutch shots down the stretch. Unfortunately, this game wasn't super close. There wasn't cr any crazy moments like that, but Fred had those fast break points, had those layups at the end of this game to really seal the deal. And I thought there was a point when Riker, your guy, Terrence Ross, who Fred, Fred, Terrence Ross, obviously who held the, the second leading uh, Raptors franchise history in terms of points with 51. I thought he was going to try and come out and just clamp Fred down the, the fourth quarter and get real get real competitive with it. But Fred, fortunately, broke that record at eight points in the fourth quarter. And I don't know. It was kind of crazy because you're watching this game. And the record that you thought he was going to go for was the, the most threes ever made in a game, which was Clay Thompson at 14. Because I believe Fred had eight at the half. So... And he hit a bunch in the third quarter, but it was really the points total where he just started scoring inside and doing all those sorts of things that he ended up breaking. Ben, I just, I want to hit it one more time. I'm so proud I found the rap horn again. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pause it. And so you're right. This, so the Raptors three point record in a game is 12. So 13 hmm. would have been a franchise record that would have got him 39 points alone. 14, like you said, is Clay Thompson. But Fred Van Vliet, credit to him. He is just, he's a basketball player. His IQ is next level. And he was playing defense all game, but he's hitting all these shots. And when the D got crazy up into him, he just went around. You know, he wasn't trying to play outside of his limits. He wasn't hucking up insane shots. He just went out there and put, had himself a game, Ben. And he said in the post-game conference, it's about time. He knew that this game was bound to happen. So I'm going to say it right now, Ben, before we get too much later. If you liked Fred Van Vliet dropping the Raptors franchise best ever point output, hit a like down into the, the like section or whatever. Subscribe <laughs> to this channel. You know, everybody watches these videos. It's pretty easy to like it. So like if you liked watching Fred Van Vliet go off tonight, Ben. I, I just want to keep talking about this man because...
Frederico, he's just so good when he is good. And this man is only hmm. six foot tall, Ben. He's only six foot tall. He's in the company of a very limited amount of NBA players that have put up 50 points, and he did it gracefully. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. And I've never heard it called the like section before, but I'll, I'll double down on give us a shout out and give us a like in that like section for, for Fred Van Vliet. And we made the point in the last podcast that obviously Fred's been doing all the things. Same way when Kyle Lowry goes into slumps, he does all the things to where he's not a negative player on the court by any means. So we haven't been giving him the gold star or anything, but his jumper was off. He had that three of 17 game a few games ago, struggled in the last one versus the Magic. And we said we started to maybe raise the question was, should we be a little bit worried about Fred VanVleet's slump? And both you and I said there's nothing to really worry about at this point, but if it continues, and fortunately, right away, maybe he saw the video, maybe there was motivation, probably not, but he came out and just silenced everyone that was talking about his three-point shooting just being a little bit down as of late, and the, the fact, the ones that he hits too, and whether he's you, you mentioned his size but he comes around screens at a really fast pace i see i see this season and he just pulls up on a dime and they seem to be going down pretty higher than you'd expect considering the degree of difficulty on the shots certainly tonight so the thing about fred and maybe this is a reason for his up and down performances because obviously you've got to be in a little bit of rhythm to hit those shots but if he's making these obviously not at a rate of 54 points per night but if he's hitting those tough, contested shots where you really need them to go down and that sort of create offense out of nothing, if he's hitting those on a relatively consistent basis, that's going to be such a valuable part of this team going forward. Well, what does it start from? The defense collapsing in and mm-hmm. being so worried about protecting the paint because Pascal Siakam played yep. exclusively inside last game. And so... That just takes the pressure off of the Raptors who have been shooting a lot of threes this season. Fred VanVleet, he's not changing his shot selection. That's why we haven't been worried about him is because even if he has a one for 11 from three game, which he had just a couple of games back, he's still taking the same shots consistently. His feet are set. They're good open shots. You know, if they're, if they're not there, he doesn't force them. He'll go into the paint and he'll look to create. So I I think that that's really the reason that's what could be absolutely dangerous about this team as the Raptors start to really come back into the playoff picture. Again, it's against an extremely depleted Orlando team. So we can't read into too much about how good the Raptors are, but if we can just extrapolate for a second, if the Raptors go back to what they're good at, Kyle Lowry facilitating Pascal Siakam scoring inside Fred VanVleet hitting his threes. That's the reason the Raptors have been good for so many seasons. You know, other guys obviously need to step up, but there's no reason they can't do that again this year and make a push. Yep. No, a thousand percent. And that's what we're saying. We need one of those top guys to be consistently getting the buckets. Lowry's going to be a player that hits shots when they really matter. It can be a turning point type of player, but having one of Fred Siakam, and we've really been impressed with Siakam's sort of style of play, didn't have the biggest box score game tonight, but I did like his intensity, and the Magic were loading up on him. He had eight assists in this game, whether they were two Fred Van Vliet kicked out or sort of dump-offs in the lane. He had one really nice play that we'll bring up later in the segments. I guess we already brought up a spicy play of the day, so we'll mention it here. Siakam, uh, I believe he missed a shot in the previous possession, then he came down post-up, threw a nice little almost no-look-in-the-paint pocket pass to Norman Powell, who ended up dunking it down. So 
it's really nice to see Siakam creating in that paint, being inside out rather than outside in. And then it opens up the game for the rest of the team, as you mentioned, like Fred. Norman Powell had an amazing performance coming back from injury tonight. 23 points, 4 steals. Fred and Norm combined for 7 steals tonight. And really, you know, 4 of 9 from 3 for Norm. Uh, 11 of 14 as we brought up for Fred. Lowry, 3 of 8. So those three guys, if they're hitting on consistent basis we're going to be a really tough team to beat whether it's in the playoffs whether it's a regular season and we have the Brooklyn Nets coming up this week so that's going to be an interesting matchup to look out for yeah the Brooklyn Nets the best offense the best offensive rating in NBA history and they are the worst defensive rating in the NBA right now I don't think they're the worst I think they're the second worst defensive rating in so the Raptors they need to take advantage of that where does it start Pascal Siakam, right? That that's what it's going to revolve around. And tonight, I thought you're exactly right. When he gets himself into the post, the double is going to come. He can create after that. The couple of possessions that I was a little bit worried about was that you know they he had bigs on him, and then as he was moving forward, they would step back. That's when Pascal Siakam seems to get hesitant. He doesn't want to put his sort of shoulder down and do a move, get into the lane. So that's the one thing. But I don't want to take away from what was overall. A fantastic evening. They kept it fun. We had a, a record set. We had Kyle Lowry going out there. And, you know, even Aaron Baines, he played 32 minutes in this one, and he wasn't a dead weight. I mean, obviously, we barely noticed him out there because of everything else that was happening. But just the fact that he played 32 minutes, there's something to be said about that too, Ben. Yo, and the highest plus minus for the game, Aaron Baines tonight with a plus 25. Fred Van Vliet in second with a plus 20. So he did do a solid job. I thought his defense on Vucevic was pretty solid tonight, doing a good job in the lane where Boucher, it's obviously not the perfect matchup for him. We, there's no real other players that we want to mention. DeAndre Bembry had a really nice alley-oop. I like his, as we mentioned in the last video, his cutting. Lowry tends to hit him for those backdoor passes that he used to throw for, to DeMar. That was a little thing that I picked up on that. So... Utah had a had an alright performance. No one else really stood out, but when you have a guy that's on fire like Fred Van Vliet was, there's no real other uh, other players that have room to, to shine in a game like this. So, it is what it is. Lowry did have a triple-double. Norm played solid, but let's just swing it. I guess we already brought up one spicy play of the day, but there was a bunch in this game. I, obviously, Fred Van Vliet scoring and surpassing that record is there. The dunk for... Uh, Norman Powell from Siakam, Bembry's alley-oop. Do you have any more in mind, Riker? You covered a lot there. Again, this was Fred's mm. night, Ben. So yeah. he deserves all the accolades here, all of the awards, the positive praise. What an evening for Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, certainly. But not all plays can be the spicy pile of the day, and some just make you say, oh, geez, Riker. And there was certainly one clear oh, geez play of the game that I saw, and... Norman Powell, the broadcast was talking about for a solid minute there. They were saying, Norman Powell's got those sneaky ups. He just dunks on people out of nowhere. This was after the Siakam dunk that I just brought up. And they were sort of hyping up his dunking ability. And then he got another one of his four steals and had the fast break. And you could tell he wanted to put something extra on that jam. And he just cocked it back like James Johnson, tried to hammer it home, and ended up hitting the back of the rim. Flew out, the ball The ball came back to Siakam or something, then they kicked out to Norm again for an open corner three. He missed that as well, so Norm, all around solid night, but that was certainly a play that made me say, oh geez. It happens, you gotta keep, you gotta have the confidence just to laugh those ones off, shrug it off, 
off the shoulder and keep going, Ben. Yeah, I think... I mean, you or I have never had the experience of botching an open dunk. We make our open dunks, yeah. of course. Uh, <laughs> we, no, we, we would never been close do. to the rim. Yeah, I've never <laughs> missed a dunk in my life. So it's a... Uh... <laughs> I, I'm I've never made a dunk, but I've also therefore never missed the dunk, so it all evens out at the end. But you <laughs> bro, just those, gotta laugh those. You're not getting those rim grazers, bro. Nine and a half foot net, I can I can scrape the rim, but I'm not throwing anything down by any stretch, bro. Yo, pre knee surgery, I could I could get close. I could get close. All five seven five eight of me, but <laughs> finally the infamous, the one the only Damari Carroll Gold Star Award. And even on a night like this, Riker, no one is safe. Or the team isn't safe from a Damari Carroll Gold Star Award. And it's probably the guy we should keep track of the Damari Carroll Gold Star Awards. Because this guy, it seems like he's got a lot. And Nick Nurse. Now, is it for strategy? No. Is it for a, a dumb substitution or something like that? Playing some guy too much? No. It's... Firstly, Fred Van Vliet's out there. He missed the first four minutes of that fourth quarter. This game was inching towards a blowout. Nick Nurse knew he didn't. Fred wasn't going to play for long in that fourth. He could have played the first seven, eight, nine minutes. He he's got to he's got to start Fred in that fourth quarter after he has that that hot third. So that's that's the first thing. And secondly, I guess it goes to the team as as well. When Fred got out there. And he was still fighting for that record. I saw Lowry kind of force it. I guess he wanted his triple-double, but he was driving to the rim a bunch. And Fred, I think he was open for the corner one time. Lowry forced a shot in the paint. I was theorizing that he was trying to protect DeMar DeRozan's franchise record for points uh, scored in a game. But uh, he ended up making some nice times at the end. I don't know. I just feel like you have a record like this. You're up big. You just got to force-feed him the basketball. See how much you can get. If we're going for the Damari Carroll Gold Star to whoever's trying to prevent Fred Van Vliet from achieving this record, it has to go to Bembry because he took a contested <laughs> wing three when Lau or when Van Vliet was wide, wide, wide yeah. open in the corner, shaking his hands, frustrated that he didn't get that dish off. And Bembry is typically pretty good for doing that second or third pass yeah. because he knows he's not the primary scorer. That was a blatant miss. Nick Nurse, I. You, this is the difference. This wasn't James Harden 54 points. You know, James yeah. Harden will score at will for you, but then he'll just put his hand in if somebody's driving past them just to see if he can get the strip. That's all. That's his total defensive commitment. Whereas Fred Van He's Blee good had, in the post. He's good in the post. Yes, but yeah. you're not going to see James Harden when Van Vliet had 44, 46 points. Terrence Davis, they were off a steal. He had a fast break attempt and. Van Vliet was well behind him, sprinted the full length of the court, got a steal. I mean, he's out there sprinting to close out the third when he already has 44 points in a blowout win at that point, it seemed like. You know, he was probably tired. I don't know mm -hmm. if he wanted to even go in and start the fourth. That's the one sort of uh, defense that I'll give towards Nick Nurse. But otherwise, Ben, it's all jokes because this yeah. game was near perfect for the Raptors. Yeah, not a real gold star tonight, but... You just got to feed the hot air. You just let him run, let him play. You know he's not going to play the last three minutes out of respect. So just eat up those minutes while you can, while it's still respectful. Maybe, as you said, he was tired. But shout out Fred Van Vliet. Shout out this team. And we have some exciting big games coming up. And obviously everyone is looking at this team and saying, okay, the Orlando Magic, nice win. And it's good that you're beating these teams because we did have some bad losses to these level of competition to start the year so it's nice that we're back on track beating teams like the magic but the big tests are coming up and hopefully we can carry over this momentum and 
a big big moments like this in sort of less looked at, less televised, less amped up for games, they help transition into actual performances. So hopefully we come out, beat the Nets, beat these other teams, and maybe Fred starts averaging 50 points for the rest of the season. Who knows? Let us know your takes in the comment section below. You're the best to make this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Check out the website. Lots of articles being posted over there. TikTok, that's back on the go. So Riker, do you have any last words regarding this historic night? Fred Van Fleet, Ben. We'll leave it there. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>